Well, good evening. Um, for those of you guys that don't know me, my name is Amanda Hardiman, and I am the program director uh, for the student ministries, and I'm also the director of the landing. Uh, so every week I'm up here uh, speaking on Thursday nights, but rarely do I get to come up here and speak on Wednesday nights, and so I'm pretty excited. Um, but this is going to be an abbreviated message because we're going to watch a video. Um, so we're going to continue the series on parents versus teens. Uh, last week we talked about the myth of a perfect family. Uh, we learned that there is no such thing as a perfect family. My favorite quote from this video uh, that we watched last week, um, and, I, and I've seen it before, so I've used it before, is that uh, parents are humans, and humans are not perfect. I think a lot of times uh, we want our families to be perfect. We want uh, to, to have our parents be perfect. We want everything just to be perfect in this nice little box, and we forget that we are all human. And as much as we would like to be perfect, uh, we aren't. And so I think uh, this series really just helps us kind of look at our parents differently. Um, some of us may not want to look at our parents differently, um, but I think it's important for us to really just to open up our hearts and minds to, to what God has in store for us and in ways that we can look at our parents differently. Uh, tonight we're going to talk about expectations, uh, living up to the expectations that our parents have for us. And so we're going to watch a quick video about that, and then I'm going to come up and um, talk a little bit more about it. So let's start the video. Nerds of the periodic table, it is time that we stop dividing amongst ourselves. We're all guilty of it. Star Wars and Star Trek is creating a rift in our alliance. Why? Why can't we both exist in the same galaxy far, far away? You mean in the same galactic quadrants? In the same galaxy far, far away. Trekkie. Trekkie! Scotty would roll over to his grave. I'm a Trekker, not a Trekkie. Wookie, enough! We cannot be like this. Surely we can set aside our respective galactic alliances for one day. She's right. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Beatrice, you know what to do. Do I have to? Do it. The force is strong with you. Live long and prosper. All in favor for a one-day treaty of all Star Wars and Star Trek fans. Very good, it sounds. Nerd Law? Nerd Law. Hi, my name is Mark Matlock. Today, we want to talk about living up to your parents' expectations. Do you ever feel like you don't know what your parents want from you, but you know they want something? Try and try as you might, it just seems like you never quite hit the mark. Or maybe you know all too well what your parents want from you. It's just a goal that either you don't want to achieve or just seems too difficult to accomplish in your life. Today, we want to talk about living up to your parents' expectations. So let's start with the question, what do your parents want from you? My parents, like, they want me to be this person that they have in their mind to be. They try to live your life. I'm, like, about average, but then I have a lot of friends who are doing better, and then they're just kind of like, well, why aren't you up to par with them? Your sister can do this. How come you can't do it? Why don't you have a 100 in the class? We're so disappointed in you. You know, you're better than that. They just assume that I'm just half-heartedly doing everything. They always tell me that I'm going to 
grow up and make millions of dollars so I can take care of them in their old age. One of the main expectations my parents have me is to be that perfect role model for my younger siblings. My sister is the youngest. When your parents, like, want you to do something for her and she treats you not very well at all, you're like, why do all this for you? I have uh, three brothers, so competition is crazy at my house. It's hard to be at school with your siblings because of competition. Growing up, I've had a dad that's kind of pushed me in sports. My dad was actually in the 96 Olympics as a pole vaulter. Golf, 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 and more golf. So ever since I was about five years old, I've been playing. My parents have invested just massive amounts of time and money, mostly money, and just my dad taking off of work to travel with me to go to golf tournaments all across the United States. My dad viewed it more than his investment towards college scholarships and stuff like that. He wanted me to have something to do with golf. He was saying that I had to focus 100% on golf. I'm like, this is not humanly possible. I cannot do it. I could sit home all day long. My mom wouldn't say anything, but if my dad got home, he'd send me straight to the course. I feel overwhelmed all the time. I'm waking up at 4.45 to go to the gym, getting to school by 7.45, then football practice till 5, then golf till night. So it's difficult. It, it got to the point where I wasn't allowed to have any communication with any of my friends for about two weeks before state. Just, he wanted that type of focus on golf. I was practicing about nine hours a day. I didn't think that was reasonable at all. It was the most pointless thing I've ever done in my entire life because I didn't accomplish anything at all. I walked in there with the same amount of experience, same amount of knowledge. This year playing golf, I came second in state and I felt like a failure just because I've been taught my whole life to be number one. I told my dad, I'm like, Dad, I, I came in second. And he just turned around and said, all right, you know what you need to do better next year, go ahead. There are times when I want to leave the house, I can't stand him anymore. Just some of the things that he puts upon me, some of the expectations seem almost impossible. Golf, golf, golf. Drew definitely has a situation with his father that he needs to take care of quickly you know when you're in drew's situation there's only one way to deal with it that's communication you've got to be open with your parents about how you feel sometimes expectations just aren't clear you need to ask what is it that you're really looking for me so our parents have a chance to clarify what their expectations are sometimes they think they've done a good job explaining it and they just haven't but in drew's situation where we're having deep feelings about things that our parents are passionate about sometimes be difficult to open up and share how we honestly feel it can be frightening scary to think about talking to our parents about such things but we need to realize that for the most part parents really are trying to help sometimes they think that they're doing the right thing and being helpful they've just gotten a little off track or misguided and open communication can help take care of that pretty quickly but sometimes painfully as well Dealing with the expectations parents have can be one issue we have to deal with. Another has to do with family responsibilities. What are some of the responsibilities that you have in your home? My life 
has always been very complicated. There's always been responsibilities that I've had and expectations that I've had to live up to at a really young age. I live on a ranch. I have 25 acres, and I have to keep up all the fences on the sides of the property, and I have to feed all the horses and clean everything up and, you know, make sure everything's running. I'm pretty much in charge of it. My dad just pays for everything. I had to start working with my hands at a really young age. I just had to develop a skill of <laughs> endurance, I guess you could say, just as being able to work in 110 degree heat. My dad, he had always fed the horses and I would always go out and help him. And uh, one night he just said, okay, you ready to go feed? And I said, sure, let's go. He goes, no, you're gonna go. And at that point I was still, I was like 10 years old. So I was kind of afraid to go outside in the dark by myself at night. Most of my friends don't have as much responsibility as I do. They're just, they're not depended on as much as I am. I'll get invited to a lot of, you know, let's go to the movies, let's do this, let's do this. And I was like, well, I gotta work. <laughs> there's been times when I got upset about it, you know, not, there's not a whole lot uh, really complicated about what I have to do. It's just a lot of work. There's a lot to do. I have a lot of trouble keeping my grades up. I mean, I'll barely pass just because I feel like you know, I'm overwhelmed with things to do. One of my biggest things is meeting it. Not as much meeting his expectations of working, as much as working on schoolwork is his biggest thing with me. You know, because he said he says to me, you know, you don't keep your grades up, you don't keep your job. My dad really wants me to. He, you know, he wants me to be successful. He believes in me. He knows I can do it if I really try. And a lot of times I just get tired and don't try. I wish that, you know, I could have more of a, a normal life, not as much expected of me. Um, just, I guess, just easier in a lot of ways. Life could be easier. Justin has a lot of priorities he's trying to keep at the top of the list. And eventually, things are going to start falling apart. I feel for Justin. It's hard to keep everything at the top of the list all of the time. Eventually, you just can't keep going on. We come back to this principle of communicating with our parents. Justin needs to invite his dad into his world so his dad can understand the challenges and the time constraints that he has on his life. My guess is that Justin showed his dad, look, I'm trying to keep my social life, my chores, and my homework at the top of the list. His dad may have some great ideas into how they could adjust his schedule to make things more easy for Justin to accomplish. Inviting your parents into the world, very, very important. Sometimes they just don't understand how much time it takes to get everything done. And if they have a little insight, they can really be of help. Let's recap some of the things that we've talked about today. First, we talked about communication and how it is important that we be honest in our communication with our parents. If we don't understand something that they want from us, we need to ask them to be more clear about what it is that they expect from us. If we have feelings about the pressure that they're putting on us, we need to be open and vulnerable and honest and humbly share those concerns and those feelings with them so that they can understand. And also, we need to invite our parents into our world asking them to help us when we feel like we have too many responsibilities being placed on us. 
Sometimes our parents can be our best help in times of need, even when they're the ones putting the heat on. Well, I hope you've enjoyed today. We'll see you next time. So um, I really liked what this video had to say. It's a little old, I know, you guys. Um, And I think sometimes when we start talking about our parents, it's easy to go, well, nobody understands and whatever, you know. They don't know my parents. And I think it is, it's important for us to know that we all have different relationships with our parents. Um, And even if you have siblings, your siblings have different relationships with your parents. Uh, But when it comes down to it, uh, our parents all have expectations for us, and we all have expectations for our parents. In fact, this world is built off of expectations, right? You came tonight because you had expectations, hopefully that you would have a delicious meal, right? And that you would um, have a really great time and playing a game and that you would have a message. You had expectations when you came here tonight. You have expectations at home as well. Um, Many of you guys um, can see that I'm going to be a mom soon. Um, And so forever, um, I know I'm excited. Y'all can clap about that. Um, And uh, forever, up until this time, um, I've always taken the point of view as a as a child, right? I have parents. I've been a child. Um, but I'm going to be a parent pretty soon. And I can find myself, and my husband and I do this all the time, we'll problem solve already. Uh, we're having a little boy named Dax. Um, and so we'll problem solve and go, okay, what are we going to do if Dax does this? Or we'll be out in public and there'll be like a, a kid crying or something. Or like, okay, what are we going to do? What, what is our plan going to be? Um, and so we've already started, and it's unrealistic, you guys, but we've already started um, like problem solving in our head and, and setting expectations. And y'all, my son's not even born yet. Um, but naturally, I want my son just to be the most successful person in the whole wide world. I want him to be a gentleman. I want him to be safe. I want him to have the best life he could possibly have. And so with that comes expectations. And I want to believe that your parents are the same way. So I think it's important for us to really think about what do your parents want from you? If you really had to think about that and narrow that down, what do your parents want from you? When we don't communicate those things, when, when we uh, don't really ask those questions, then, then we, things build up. What would happen if you, if you left tonight, and um, naturally your parents probably ask, you know, what did you learn about? Um, but if they don't, you just go home and say, hey, mom and dad, let's sit down on the sofa together. Who calls it a sofa? That just came out of my mouth. <laughs> the couch. I just said sofa. Um, let's sit on the couch together. And mom and dad, you know, what do you want from me? What are your expectations for me? Um, I think some of our parents may laugh, um, but really that could start a really great conversation. I think a lot of times there's miscommunication in that. We think one thing, our parents are thinking a totally different thing. And instead of us going, hey, what are your expectations? What do you want from me? We blow up at our parents and we slam doors and we get so frustrated or they get so frustrated with us and they make assumptions and, and they do all these things instead of really just sitting down and communicating And saying, hey, what do you want from me? What are your expectations from me? I challenge you, I truthfully and honestly challenge you to have that conversation with your parents. Some of you have parents here tonight, and so good luck with that. They already know. Um, So I sat here, and I really started thinking about, okay, expectations. Where in the Bible does it talk about expectations? And in Micah uh, 6.8, it says this. Uh, but he's already made a plane how to live, what to do, what God is looking for in men and women. It's quite simple. Do what is fair and just to your neighbor. Be compassionate and loyal in your love. And don't take yourself too seriously. Take God seriously. 
These are the expectations that, that God has set before us. These aren't the only expectations, but I think this pretty much gives us a simple direction for us. And if we're unclear on what our parents' expectations are, at least we can be clear about what God's expectations are for us. That we need to, to do what is fair and just to our neighbor. That we need to be compassionate and loyal in our love. And not to take ourselves too seriously, but take God seriously. That gives us direction. Now, if I had to guess, there may be some of you tonight that are sitting here going, my parents have unrealistic expectations for me. That, that I'm overwhelmed. Uh, I may not be playing golf nine hours a day, or I may not be tell, you know, tending to, tending, uh, to cows and sheep and, and having to get up really early in the morning. I may not have a, a story just like what we watched, but, but still I'm overwhelmed. And, and my parents just don't understand, and, and things are unrealistic. But if you lived your life this way, if you lived your your life at home this way, being fair and just to your parents and to the people in your family, that if you were compassionate and loyal to your family and to to your parents, and if you don't take yourself too seriously but, but keep God at the center of it, what would that look like in your family? What would that look like? The, the key phrase I think that we all need to focus on tonight is to invite your parents into your world. And that, that it's not like a, a formal invitation, like, come on in. But I, I, I think a lot of times there's just confusion. Your parents set out, just like I am right now, I'm telling you, I'm not going to be the best parent. In fact, I'll probably be a really strange parent. Um, but but I, I have the greatest of, of expectations and the greatest intentions behind it. And my son is not even born yet. And I, I want to believe that for you guys as well, that your parents have the greatest intentions and, and the expectations that they have for you are, are solid and good. But somehow things get, get messy. And, and at the stage that you're at, some of you guys are leaving and going to college pretty soon. And there's a whole other set of expectations with that. Some of you are, are driving for the first time ever. And there's a whole lot of expectations for that. And as naturally as you become um, older and older, you set boundaries for your parents and, and you kind of build a wall. And it's time to kind of tear that down a little bit and invite your parents into your world. Let them uh, be around you and, and hear from you. Hey, I'm overwhelmed. Here's everything that's going on. I have three hours of homework a night. I, I have this job. I have this list of chores. And, and what are your expectations for me? Invite your parents into your world.